and hello to each and every one of you out there. It's on Fire Podcast, along with Sidel Boyd and the returning Jonathan Eli. I'm Irving Henderson. Uh, right now, uh, if you hear some noises in the background, I am currently on location at my son Jordan's uh, football practice for today. His season starts in about two weeks, but he does have a preseason game tomorrow. So they're out here uh, trying to get these kids ready uh, for the game. Uh, so again, like, forgive me if, if, if the noise is throwing you off a little bit today, but I am out at Tustin Playground out here right across from Overbrook High School uh, in West Philly. Uh, we're going to start the show, as usual, with the MLB scores from last night. It was the Philadelphia Phillies coming back after lowly Arizona Diamondbacks, picking up a 4-3 to win over the San Diego Padres. Bryce Harper uh, in the Phillies with a two-run home run. They will continue that series tonight. Aaron Nola, who has been struggling in his last few starts, is on the mound for the Phillies. It was the Kansas City Royals 6, the Chicago Cubs 2, the Baltimore Orioles suffer their 16th straight loss as they fall to the Atlanta Braves 3 to nothing. Uh, going in the opposite direction, the New York Yankees get their 8th straight win as they defeat the Minnesota Twins by a final of 10 to 2. It was the Detroit Tigers over the Toronto Blue Jays 4 to 1 in 10 innings. It was the Indians over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I hate uh Franmil Reyes with 5 RBIs for Cleveland. It was the Chicago White Sox in the Tampa Bay Rays five and in eleven innings. The Cincinnati Reds over the Miami Marlins five to three. The Boston Red Sox over the Texas Rangers six to nothing. The Houston Astros hit four home runs as they beat the Seattle Mariners by a final of twelve to three. It was the Washington Nationals four, the Milwaukee Brewers one, the Pittsburgh Pirates four, the St. Louis Cardinals nothing. Now, the Diamondbacks just got finished sweeping the Philadelphia Phillies, and then they go back to their losing ways, falling to the Colorado Rockies nine to four. But then again, that game was on the road, and the Diamondbacks are the worst road team in Major League Baseball. It was the Oakland A's four, and the San Francisco Giants won, and the Los Angeles Dodgers over the New York Nationals team by a final of three to two if you enjoyed this past year's uh mlb field of dreams game then get ready for next year's matchup it will be the cincinnati reds taking on the chicago cubs now i don't know if they're going to continue to use the chicago teams but it kind of makes sense to start off that way get Iowa and Illinois are basically right next to each other, so it's a little bit easier to start off with using uh, the Chicago teams before expanding just a little bit further. I think you'll probably see the Missouri teams get used next, but uh, we'll see. Uh, should be a good game, though. If it, if it matches up uh, this past year's game, it should still be a pretty good game. Uh, one other MLB note, uh, Major League Baseball ends their long relationship with Tops. Uh, so now Fanatics will produce Major League Baseball's trading cards. And that just that just seems weird to me. Yeah, you know, no, I'm, it's, it's very it, wrong. <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah, it just it, it just feels wrong. Right. No, it just doesn't sound right. No. Uh, and and Fanatics, Fanatics, you know, has has made like memorabilia over the years. But now they're going to make trading cards. I mean. All right, we'll see how that goes, but, uh, you know, it's a sad day for collectors to see that Tops and Major League Baseball have ended their long-time relationship. 
Uh, moving on to basketball, uh, we still have no idea what is going on with the Philadelphia 76ers and Ben Simmons, but we do know what's going on with Joel Embiid as the Sixers extend him for four years, $196 million in a Supermax deal. Um, it had to be done. I think yeah. that it was smart of the Sixers to do it. I know a lot of people were saying, you know, they, they can't understand why the Sixers would do it. Why wouldn't you do it? If he's your superstar guy, you got to keep him here. Uh, one other note from this, Joel Embiid did not have an agent represent him. He represented him entire negotiation so uh yeah. congratulations to Embiid on securing himself a four-year extension to stay in philadelphia yeah he cut out the middle man right there <laughs> right yeah yeah because he wants all his money and yeah and he got it he got yeah, it he gonna any of it. it's it's actually better that the sixers do it now because if you wait because I, I think joel had what two years if you yeah. wait you wait for the solid cap to continue to go up due to the inflation. So there's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind if the Sixers had waited, Embiid would have been another two hundred million dollar player. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, It'd have yeah. been like, like been another million dollar guy. Yep. Yeah. So you know, smart move on the sides of both to get get the deal done and over with. And it you know it it continues to show Embiid's desire to stay in Philadelphia for the remainder of his career. And, you know, it's been a long time since we've had a guy, you know, actually say, I want to be here and prove that he wants to be here by his actions. So good move yeah. by the Sixers. Uh, moving on to and, boxing. Uh, go ahead. What was you saying? Oh, no, I was going to say, and uh, I didn't catch if you uh, mentioned it or not. All his money is guaranteed. Remember, he had the stipulations on his last contract. Right. Because of his because of his health concerns. Yeah. I think that was a, I think that's another important factor to mention. And 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 I wanna I wanna I wanna yeah sprinkle some reality on people. Uh listen, guys playing eighty two games, you know, in today's NBA it, it doesn't happen anymore. You're seeing more and more guys with this uh, low management stuff. So yeah, you're gonna see that with Embiid. Now what I do want from him is you know, to step up in the playoffs and cut down on these turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Goes, so, huh? Let me get 70 man. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice if he played about 70 games. Yeah. 70 games sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Moving on to boxing. Uh, Canelo Alvarez will take on Caleb Plant. They signed to fight on November the 6th for the undisputed super middleweight championship status. Canelo right now holds three of the super middleweight title belts. And he last fought back in May, stopping Joe Saunders in the ninth round. Uh, Manny Pacquiao versus uh, I can't get this guy's name right. Ugas is his last name. Uh, Pacquiao would like to fight Terry. Or, like previously planned, Errol Spence Jr., should he handle his business tonight? Um, and it's likely that either fight, whether he fights Crawford or Errol Spence, will be Pacquiao's last fight. Which I think, it, it's, it's, it's about time. It's yeah, about yeah, time for Pacquiao to yeah. retire. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he's, my man's overdue. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I hope he takes care, care of this guy quickly. You know, get him out of there so we can, you know, 
get to that last fight for Pacquiao and, you know, give him a good send-off. I, I think Crawford, I would, I would much prefer him against Crawford for his last fight as opposed to Errol Spence because who knows how long he'd have to wait for Spence to recover from uh, the detached retina surgery. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Detached retina. I was yep. going to say the but uh, that's not it. <laughs> yep. All right, and one final note before we move on. Uh, uh, on the hockey, Glendale, Arizona has informed the Arizona Coyotes that they will not renew their lease at River Arena. Uh, the team is hoping to stay in Arizona, and I have one question. Why? Why? Just move away from Arizona. Like it, like it's not working. It hasn't worked. It hasn't no. worked the entire time they've been out there. I mean, you know, it was a nice little novelty at first, but now, I mean, move them somewhere where the city cares about hockey. Yeah. You know, move them to Hartford and 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 bring the Hartford Whalers back. Move them back to Quebec. Like, move them somewhere, but it's not working. It's not going to no. work. I'm sorry. Hockey in Arizona just just doesn't even roll off the tongue right. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I get I get why the NHL decided to expand and and why they tried to move into certain markets. I mean, yeah, Phoenix was a growing market, so that made sense. Yeah, it's a big. But city. some of these some of these cities they've been in, you can t- it's just not working. It's not working in uh, where where the Florida Panthers play at. It's not working down there, at Columbus, Arizona. It's it's it's. I mean, at Columbus. Uh, put another team in Canada, man. Yeah. Put another team in Canada. Uh, we'll see how things work in Seattle. I think it will for now because Seattle doesn't have an NBA team. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, move the Coyotes out of Phoenix. Uh, move them out of Arizona. Period. Point blank, and let that be the end of that. Hockey yeah. in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, they got hockey down in Florida. <laughs> they tried it. I mean, they tried. Yeah. I mean, I give them an A for effort, but it, it just it well, didn't work. Well, you still got Tampa Bay. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Tampa Bay has a good fan base. Yeah. I mean, even, even when they weren't winning, they still had a good fan base. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they and, and it's crazy because they have a fan base for hockey. They have a fan base for football. But you can't pay anybody to go see the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And and and, and the Rays play in the second worst stadium. You understand what I'm saying? Well, Tropicana Field is horrible. Well, remember that's not even exactly in Tampa. That's over yeah, it's in St. Petersburg, right? Yeah, like why put it there? Just move it. They, they, well, well, you know, well. If I'm not mistaken, it was never intended for baseball anyway. Right. Like, it was never intended for a baseball team to play there. In fact, uh, I think they built it in the hopes that maybe the the Buccaneers would move in or they could get a basketball team, and they got neither. Now, major a baseball team, and it's like, it's Florida. Why are you playing indoors? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if not, listen, if not for Oakland, (laughs) they would have the worst stadium in sports. If not for Oakland. Huh? Who? Let's play indoors. No, the Marlins have a retractive roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, I mean, for the most part, they play outside. But, you know, if it starts raining like it can in Miami, yeah, they got to close that. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely got to close that. So, all right, well, we're going to move on with our NFL discussion. uh, And today we have uh, the NFC and AFC North. And we have our questions about – What's going to happen this year? And don't forget, we are still two weeks away from our full-fledged NFL preview. You guys, get y'all get thing ready because it's going to be a good one. All right, we'll be right back. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. Uh, Before we get into the discussion about the AFC and NFC North, I want to talk about this past Thursday's uh, Eagles preseason game just briefly. Uh, (laughs) Patriots 35 to nothing, uh, which is, I mean, all right, it's preseason. And I get, you know, most of the starters didn't play anyway. But I want to discuss Jalen Hurts was on the field during warm-ups, dancing around, and then it gets announced just before kickoff he's not playing because of uh, a non-COVID-related illness that they eventually said was a stomach illness. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen. Now, there, there are certain instances where happen and it it, it happens that way yeah, but, but from is... for me if Sirianni knew he wasn't gonna play Jalen Hurts just say it just say it hey listen the kid's not playing today uh we're gonna give Flacco a look okay yeah. Flacco <laughs> you know and, and, and Flacco was god and the fact of the matter is he looked great in comparison because Nick Mullins is just oh, oh God. Listen, I know I know in every year you don't want players to get hurt, but my God, the Eagles can't afford to have a single solitary starter go down or if you thought last season was bad, oh my God. Oh, they got another one coming. It was just, Irv, I'm Irv. a perspective, Irv. yeah, season, but God. Oh, I, I, go I ahead, John. I, I told you in chat, we might have to do an unfiltered because I don't know how half these cats have jobs in the NFL. Oh, they won't soon. They won't soon. Oh, no, 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 no. They won't pretty soon. Oh, no, they'll be turning in their playbook. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Don't be uh, Jaquette couldn't guard a preschooler <laughs> right now. Man, he got was just. Of, I mean, it was, it was some of the most. It was some of the like dudes were open as soon as they got past the line of scrimmage. Like the middle of the field was, and God bless Alex Singleton. Oh, play like he had some sense, man. Oh, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to panic. I know it's preseason, but gee, that was just pathetic. That was pathetic. 
right, so let's talk about the AFC and NFC North today. And uh, we'll start with the NFC North. Uh, as usual, four questions I'm going to ask you guys uh, just to get your opinion on it. Uh, we'll start with the Detroit Lions. Uh, oh, another year of irrelevance on deck? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's the Lions. I mean, can we expect anything from the Lions? I mean, they, they got they they got uh, they got Jared Goff starting that quarterback now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that little pause that you guys just gave me as yeah whatever. <laughs> they were better off with Stafford. They were better off. Yeah, listen. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter who their quarterback is. I mean, the Lions are just unfortunately the Lions. Like, like they don't know how to people, keep talent. Oh no, man, people wow. give Cleveland crap, man, but the Lions haven't been relevant for God knows how long. And they, you're right, they have wasted generational talent. Yes, and and. I just I don't I don't get it I don't see it. They're, they're, it's going to be another year of skipping the Thanksgiving game because the Lions are going to get curb stomped. Yes. Oh my god! I, I forgot all about that. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that they can change Wait. the team for the Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Uh, Detroit has that on lock. That's their yeah. name. Detroit and Dallas are like grandfathered in, man. They not they're not taking them out of there. Forget Dallas, because Dallas like stepped their way in and kind of like it was Dallas Brody their way into Thanksgiving games. Their old owner Ted Graham said, We don't give a damn. We playing on Thanksgiving, like it or not. And then the NFL said, Okay. (laughs) You know, they just smoothed right in and decided we're gonna play too. Right along with Detroit. So, yeah. the Lions may have yes, yeah. Well, so the Lions may have like a few wins. May. Oh no, they'll get a few wins. They went what five and eleven last year. They'll get a few wins, but yeah. as far as relevancy, I mean, no, no, they have. They are quite possibly the most irrelevant franchise in the NFL right now. Yep. Let me think. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Think yeah. on that for a second. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I was going to say the Jets, but the Jets are relevant just because of how god-awful they are. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, like, like, like and, and you, had to, you had to throw them in there, man. Like, come on, come on man. Come hey, on. Man. Don't, don't, you, it's like you trying to rev me up today, man. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. The Lions catch a break on on uh, Thanksgiving. It appears that they will be playing the Bears at least. <laughs> they're not beating. Yeah. They're not beating the Bears, man. I'm sorry. They're not beating the Bears. They're not. <laughs> they're not beating the Bears, man. Matter of fact, wait, wait. They play the Bears on Thanksgiving, and that's the early game. Yeah, that's the first game. Oh, okay, so so I can start drinking at eleven, be drunk by three, and I ain't got to worry about watching that game. I'm good. I'm good. You keep that one. I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. We'll we'll be I, I'd rather I'd rather face the oven and watch the turkey cook than watch that game. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get right. on Yeah. 
right, moving on to the Vikings. Uh, even in a down year in the NFC, the Vikings just missed the playoffs, uh, finishing seven and nine. So my only question about the Vikings is, uh, do they get into the playoffs this year? Um, no. no. Remember what we talked about? Uh, what did we talk about? The the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the West. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they get in over any of those teams. Right. So now they're gonna just miss the playoffs again. Yeah. Well, opinion. now mind you, right now, mind you, the Bears made it in with an eight and eight record last year. So that's why I say, you know, if somebody falters even just a little bit, um, somebody that is one of those like really mediocre teams is going to sneak in, especially with the expanded playoff field. Somebody's going to like there's going to be a non-deserving team that squeaks by and gets in like somebody's going to be like nine and eight or eight and nine and they're going to get into the playoffs. Yeah. So well, I don't I don't know if well, the Vikings are going to be one of those teams, but we'll yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm moving, guys. Uh, who's starting Week One? Andy Dalton or Justin Fields? You would think Man. Fields, but it's going to be Dalton. Ah. Until Nagy figures out, oh, he sucks anyways. All right, we're going to kill. I think the, the prudent decision is to go ahead and start Dalton. So then mm-hmm. when, he falters, when he falters, you can just yank him and put him that's the field. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely going to get yanked. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you you let Dalton tell it. It's his job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dalton's yeah. <laughs> uh, 100% confident that the job is his to lose. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, man, not after what I saw in the first preseason game from Justin Fields. And he's Listen, not Dalton. Not just talking like it's his job to lose. He's talking like he's not gonna lose that job. Like I'm here, and 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 this guy ain't touching the field on my watch. Nah, okay, you ain't the franchise, buddy. No, <laughs> he hasn't been a yep. franchise quarterback in a long time. A very long time. <laughs> All right, uh, now question you ask. From the Vikings, uh, see the Bears might stand in their way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, you mentioned yeah. last year that they made it in, and I ain't even think about that. I had forgot that the Bears even made it, but now that I yeah. think like they're better, so the Bears might be the team that stands in the way of the Vikings making it. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. I can see that. All right, moving on to the Packers, and listen. We all saw or heard about the press conference where Aaron into Packers management. So, plain and simple, was it worth it to bring him back? They didn't have a choice, did they? Oh, they had a choice. No, well, yeah, <laughs> but so, you can look at this two ways. One, it's Aaron Rodgers, so it's always <laughs> worth it to have Aaron Rodgers on your team. But he was the MVP last year, so all right, I see that. Yeah. Yep. And then the other flip side, on the flip side, though, it's kind of like uh, you trade, you know how they say you trade a player one year early. Right. So they, they kind of, 
I mean, they don't have to, but I would think that it would be in their best interest to make a trade this year, get as much as possible for it before he could be out. Because I, I think, uh, is his contract up next year or not? Yeah, it's it's over next year, basically. They restructured his deal to basically bring him back for one year, and that's the part about it I don't understand. You know next year. If if anybody who listened to even, listen, if you listen to even an, a minute of that press conference with him standing at that lectern and just blasting Packers management, there's no way in hell he returns to Green Bay next year. No. Right. No. I mean, I think, is going to be gone too. Like, it doesn't matter. I think at this point, you you turn it over, give it to Jordan Love, and just figure it out from there. You're going to lose him regardless. I say if you're going to lose a guy, get something for him in return. Me too. That's what I say. All right, so let's move on to uh, the AFC North, and we'll start with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, can these guys finish over 500 with a healthy Joe Burrow? Oh, with the new weapon they got, yeah, they'll get over five hundred. No, they won't. <laughs> no. Why? Do you do you know the rest of the teams in their division? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good the point. <laughs> Roethlisberger's getting nothing but older. <laughs> and they and they will still lose. And they will still lose to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Cincinnati is one of those teams where it's like it it, it doesn't they matter might, if they have a yeah. good roster or not. Like they 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 they'll fall apart before you know it. They might they but, might be five hundred, maybe. But I mean one thing is another part of that is too is that they're very young. Yeah. So they got Oh now here's the growing. thing. All right, all right, here's the thing. You you can't finish 500 anymore. You're either above or below 500 because now it's an uneven game season. Oh, yeah. So ain't going to be no more 8-8. Eight and eight. You're either 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Yeah, they – I mean, I got them winning. I only got them winning six games, so. Hmm. Okay. All right, all right um – Moving on to the Browns, uh, was last year a one-off, or is this the beginning of something? They're they're more than likely probably going to win the division. Oh, oh, oh! I can't. Oh, I cannot wait until September the fourth. Oh, you okay? All right. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Surprised. So, so you think it's something bigger? Okay. I think there's something bigger, but uh, I'm not quite ready to give them the division crown. Okay. Um, I mean, because it all depends know. on, yeah, well, it all depends on the defense and Baker, right? Yeah. Because they have the weapons. Yo, I think, I think they need to. The, Trade Odell and make sure they, it just gets something for him. I think their team chemistry uh, just works better without him, even though he has a lot of talent. But I right. think that's when they. I think that's when they really came together, and I think that's the, the year to roll with. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, 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 I do think this could be the start of something bigger for the Browns. I'm not sure if I'll go as far as saying that they're going to win the division, but I do think this could definitely be the start of a, a, a trend in the opposite for a change for the Cleveland Browns. All right, now, finally, I'm going to lump these two teams in together, the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, for the last five seasons, they finished one and two in the division. Uh, does it happen again? And if so, who's going where? Um, yeah. I, got, uh, I got the Ravens winning the division <laughs> uh, by, by a game over the Browns. And I think the Steelers fall in the third place. Wow, yeah, you said the Steelers are finishing in third. Okay. Because yeah, they're getting the out from the older. <laughs> Even though they added like a few pieces, you still have Roethlisberger as your starter and no successor after that. You still need a quarterback. Even with the backup yeah. they have now, you still need a – like you still need one. And Haskins ain't going to be the answer. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I don't think Roethlisberger is done. I mean, yeah, he's getting older, but I don't think he's done. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's to, if you, if you ask me right now, if you ask me right now, I would, I would venture to say that the Ravens are likely going to win the division. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if the Steelers are going to finish second or third right now. Like, and I don't want to give too much away, but I, I really think uh, I really think it's it's going to be an interesting interesting race in that division. So, actually, that leads me to a follow up question here on this division in total. They got three teams into the playoffs last year. Are they going to get yep. three teams in again? They probably will. In the game. Well, actually, no, uh, they won't. No, because the East. Yeah, the AFC East is too good for that. Yeah, the AFC East will probably get the three teams in. No, not, no, not all three. But they're going to uh, get at least – the AFC East is going to at least have two teams in. Okay. No, uh, they'll at least have three in. Okay, we'll see. Well, well, if it's not going to come gonna from say, the North, it's got to come from the East. But you know what? You know what bothers me? What bothers me about the Steelers? Go ahead. Huh? Did you hear? No, what'd you say? I said the Steelers receivers bother me because they drop too many passes. That they do. And their O-line's a little uh, off, isn't it? Their offensive line? line is, is going to be is, – is, is, they got Roethlisberger hit a lot last year. So, I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm not I'm, – I don't know if all, if, if all three of those teams get back into the playoffs this coming year. I think if I had to pick a division to get three teams right now, I would probably lean towards the AFC South getting three teams in. Oh, wow. The South? Hmm. Oh, no. Wait a minute. No, hold up. Wait a minute. No. No, 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 no. I was going to no. say. 
No, because then now uh, Jacksonville's not getting in. The Texans stink. Yeah, no, never mind. I had I had to think of who those other two teams were. Yeah, no, actually, if no, I don't see I don't, I don't see any division getting three teams in. But they can't. Yeah, no. I don't see any division getting three teams in. Not that they can't. I'm just looking at it like, and, and we're going to talk about the East next week. I think the East is heavy at the top, and then you have one team that's a maybe, right? Same thing with the North. The North has three teams in the mix, and then you don't know which one of those are not going to be the ones to get in. Right. And then it's the same thing with the West. Like, I, I think you have – I think you have one solid team in the West and then one part because the Chargers never seem to do what they're expected to do. Right. So, it'll, listen, we'll, we'll see we'll see how this goes uh, for the two North divisions this year. Next week, we'll talk about the AFC and NFC East, which ought to be fun because I get to talk about my favorite team and my least favorite team next week. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, we're going to be back with the final segment. Uh, you are listening to the three. Yes. All right, we are back with the Three is on Fire podcast set to get you guys out of here this week. Um, quick programming note once again. Uh, next week, we will have the AFC and NFC East uh, preview. Uh, we will also have our full-fledged NFL preview coming up on September the 4th. Uh, it'll be our first week of p- predicting games. Still trying to convince Milton to come back and give us some fantasy uh, pointers this year. Um, I will again be doing the show remotely uh, at Germantown Super Site Field, uh, the site of my son's first regular season game of the year as his mastery charter Pumas take on Simon Gratz. Uh, should be a fun time. Uh, my son right now is in Morrisville uh, for his scrimmage slash preseason game today. So I'm going to wish those guys a lot of luck next week. And hopefully uh, we'll be celebrating a win by the end of the afternoon. Speaking of uh, next Saturday, next Saturday begins the college football season. And they have the top 25 for uh, the start of the year. Uh, Alabama checking in at number one. Oklahoma comes in number two. Clemson three. Ohio State four. Georgia five. Uh, to close out the top ten. Uh, top five. Closing out the top ten, you have Texas A&M, Iowa State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, and North Carolina. Now, um, how does Notre Dame managed to squeeze their way into the top 15 every year. Because it's Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, you know, mm, all right, this ain't unfiltered, man. Oh, with Notre Dame. All right, uh, closing out the uh, top 20, you have the what was that? No, I was just saying, I was going to say, I really wish Notre Dame would commit to a conference. Yeah. Uh, they may have to. Uh, with all the stuff that's been going on, they may have to. And if they do, the likelihood is that they will be in the ACC. 
because they have a working relationship with the ACC uh, for all other uh, sports except for football, which doesn't make much sense to me, but all right. And speaking of about that, the ACC, uh, the Big Ten, Pac-12 are talking about making some sort of alliance uh, in response to the SEC expansion. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I think that's a bad idea. I, I, I do think that's a bad idea. Closing out the top uh, 20, you have Oregon at, a num- at 11, Wisconsin, then Florida, Miami, USC, LSU, Indiana, Iowa, Penn State, and Washington. And the final five in the top 25, you have Texas, Coastal Carolina, the University of Louisiana, Utah, and Arizona State. Now, Coastal Carolina could be this year's UCF. And I... They are. I would love to see a school like Coastal Carolina end up playing in a major bowl this year. That would be great. But, you know, the way the voters go, I don't think they're going to let it happen. No. Well, they might. Well, we'll see. But I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Okay. uh, One thing that we don't typically talk about on the show and that is professional wrestling now tonight uh is wwe SummerSlam pay-per-view which is taking place in las vegas um and on a weekend where this is one of wwe's premier events they got out outshadowed last night because the upstart company aew just signed one of the hottest wrestling free agents on the market, CM Punk. Now, I've, I've seen numerous amounts of sporting events where the crowds were just, like, going crazy. This was one of the most dramatic things I had seen in wrestling in years. It, because it was in Chicago, his hometown. And, John, you were there. You were there. Uh, yeah. Now... Uh- I was, just, I was, just explain to me, explain to all the listeners the atmosphere last night. That atmosphere was, so if you're into professional wrestling as much as me and you are, Irv, right? right. Mm-hmm. The last time I heard that kind of pop was in Philadelphia back in like the late 90s mm-hmm. when Stone Cold Steve Austin came came back off an injury. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of pop. But this one sounded louder. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's been rumored to be signed with them for quite a bit, but then you start seeing little hints that he kept dropping and Tony Khan kept dropping. I was like, and as soon as they announced the United Center, which is a few weeks before their main pay-per-view – Mm-hmm. In the same state, matter of fact, in the same city, but at a smaller arena, and they sold that out without announcing anything. You knew something was up. Like they sold that. That is. I was like, I was like, he has to be coming back. And well, you know, you know, just the rumor, just right. the rumor of him coming back. It's because 
you know, he's been gone for seven years and it's been, it's been rumored that he was going to come back numerous amounts of times. I mean, right. even, right, even right. WWE was able to sell out in Chicago just off the thought possibility that Punk would come back. Right, he didn't. Right. right, right, but he kept he kept going on his Twitter. He was like, nope, not me. Nope, not me. This time it sounded way different. He's like, oh, I don't know. And then he starts dropping hints on his Twitter. And then Tony Khan was dropping hints on his Twitter. And then as soon as they announced that show, you know, you know Darby Allen was like, you know, as soon as you said like best in the world, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm going. So, 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 so normally I don't go for just like one show, like, like, you know, you know, I'll go for like the weekend, but, but a few of my buddies were like, Oh, we just got tickets. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go get tickets. So, so I I booked the hotel and you know, you know, you know, my mom, my mom thought I lost my mind. She's like, wait, wait, wait. You're only going for a full day. Yep, and then I'll be right yep. back on Saturday. Yep. So that crowd was electric, and what he was doing with the crowd, like, like, like he jumped in the crowd. Like, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I was like, man, I hope he didn't hurt himself. Yeah. So he could have, you know, he could have body surfed in Chicago. Nobody would have let that man drop. Oh, he would. He listen. They could have surfed him around the United Center three times before he yeah. fell, before they stopped. And then, how many times when he was in, uh, you know, uh, uh, WWE, he was trying to make them market ice cream bars. And mm-hmm. then last night, and then last night before everybody left, everybody got an ice cream bar. Are like, you serious? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I thought that was a joke. He really had someone out there handing out ice cream bars after the show? Yeah. The entire, <laughs> the entire, the entire United States, uh, you know, uh, uh, United Center staff, as soon huh? as you're about to leave, they give you like an ice cream bar. You know, local company. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, um, the packaging actually said, you know, CM Punk ice cream bar. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. That <laughs> is amazing. Now, here's the thing. Now, now, you I, I'm, I, I was a, back. Now, I was, I was, I'm, I'm a big CM Punk fan. And, yep. you know, my gaming chair, I still, I like, I can't fit it anymore. But I still have my CM Punk shirt draped over my game. Yeah, and I told you when AEW first uh, came about that it was going to take a needle mover for me to really get fully engaged with their program. Like they had some guys, it's like okay, yeah, they signed him, whatever. CM Punk is a needle mover for me. Yeah. So I now I now have I now have a series recording on my DVR for not just uh, uh, Dynamite. But for Rampage as well. And yes. I am I am ordering all out because I want to see this CM Punk match against Darby Allen. Well, uh, you'll be uh, happy to know I will be there 
Oh, I bet you will. I bet you will. You're 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 at all the big wrestling events, man. You're at all. No, 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 no. Because because I had to be there when you know he debuted. I have to be there for his first match. Right. And and we have talked about this. He's he's not the only one that's coming. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he's the last guy that's gonna be there. But no. here's the thing. Now, now, John, you just reminded me of something when we talking about big wrestling events. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. You and I were both in WrestleMania, and yeah. it's it's circumstantial that we didn't bump into each other that weekend because uh, my wife and I were on Bourbon Street that same Saturday night that you were. But it started yeah. to rain, and my wife said, I'm not doing the rain. And we went in, and, like, I literally had just taken my sneakers off. You know, I was, like, starting to get settled in. And you like, hey, oh, we on Bourbon Street. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and my wife was my wife looked at me was like, You better not think about leaving me here by myself. Yeah. So so I started traveling for wrestling shows probably probably around 2012. Uh-huh. I went I went to my first WrestleMania down in Miami because mm-hmm. I wanted to knock that off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. So so Here's the good thing about going to wrestling shows. You'll start meeting other people from uh, like like New York, New Jersey, and then you'll go to, you know, Mania, and then you'll start meeting people from other countries. Right. So so you start you start hanging out with all these people who are like, hey, and then you start doing other stuff other than wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, I've acquired a lot of like very good friends over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was actually doing the photography for AEW last night. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Scott Lash. You know, uh, uh, shout out to him because he normally tries to get me to go to these shows, and it could be for like the the uh, uh, smaller companies. So when when these guys come up, I'll know who they are. Right. And I'll be like, you know, and I'll be like, oh, well, who's this guy? Who's that guy? Then I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, you you have been you you have been the guy who has like kept me in the know about uh, a lot of these up and coming uh, wrestlers. And in fact, like when WWE started their different format for NXT and it was just a show that was on the network I really hadn't gotten into it until uh, we at uh, Tower Theater in Upper Darby and that night that night turned me into a big NXT fan to where you know I've been to a couple other shows that came locally and that weekend uh, for WrestleMania, I went to take over uh, New Orleans, which to me remains the greatest wrestling show I've ever seen. And it may yeah. be, you know, it, it, it may crazy. be top five greatest wrestling shows of all time. But um, one other, one other thing I want to uh, discuss about uh, this past weekend, um, uh, ABC uh, had a special uh, on Kobe Bryant. Uh, that air 
aired Thursday. I watched it this morning, and I got to admit, man, it opened up that wound again, man. It, it did. It opened yeah. up that wound again. It, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was a very, it was, it was done. It was, but it was like you, you, I knew what was coming, and like I, I don't. I, I mean, this one is going to resonate for years, man. I, I think this one is going to resonate for years, especially for us, you know, because we basically grew all grew up together. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. what I mean by that is we grew up in the same era. Yeah. So this was this was this was one of us. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And you don't expect one of us to be gone at such a young age. Yeah, I agree. Um, one other thing. Uh, yeah, I, uh, check out the Netflix um, series Untold. Uh, they dropped the second episode on a uh, female boxer, Christy Martin, this week. That was also good. Wasn't as good as the one on the Malice at the Palace, but this one was really good. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, Christy Martin was basically almost killed by her ex-husband. Hmm. I mean, and and I mean, he brutalized her something horrible, man. And it, it's it's a miracle that she's not only alive, but she's alive, functioning, and was even able to return to boxing after what he had done to her. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you guys got anything you want to add before we get out? No, I think that's it, bro. Yeah. All right. All right, listen, fellas, from, from wherever you are, from wherever you are tomorrow, uh, root hard for the uh, Parkside Saints 10U football team. My son Jordan will be playing his first game of the year. It is a preseason game, not a scrimmage, so – he going to have to light it up tomorrow. Hopefully he shows and proves that he has gotten better uh, in camp and, you know, all summer long. That's it. We're out of here. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.